from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Yeah, talk about, uh, never mind. I thought it was just because the sun was coming up. <laughs> we could turn the lights out. <laughs> it just suddenly got dark in the studio. And <laughs> if I hear banjo Bill music, George, somebody's getting stabbed. Bill George backed into the uh, light switches and yeah. turned us off. Chilly. Yeah, well, welcome back, everybody. Hour number two, the Big <laughs> and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Braden, uh, the team has reunited. Braden Gunn, Glenn Kim, and John Swindle, Bill George. We're all in the studio today. Uh, our good friend, uh, Carlos Lopez, the Cuban redneck, he called me this past week. He was, uh, driving to the airport. He's meeting up with, uh, Tony Caggiano down in, uh, South America and going down there to live a hunt of a lifetime down there to go down there and hunt ducks and doves and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, we hope they do extremely well down there. I know Tony's been down there for a week already, uh, and met up with, uh, Carlos at, I think, in Buenos Aires or somewhere at some hotel. They spent the night, and then they had to drive like three or four hours to get out to the middle of nowhere. And um, Well, that's another guy that just drives and drives. Like Bill disappears for weeks and months on end. Carlos is the thousand miles of driving every week kind of guy. So he's used to it. He uh, was on his way to the airport and then going to fly down to Miami, jump on a big, big jet, and then uh, head down to South America and yeah. go down there and, and – uh, Go shoot them up, man. For, for all that bird shooting, I turned around, you know, for the last two years, he has lost in the clay shoot to me with his gun. We've both been shooting his gun. But he's not taking his gun. No, no he's not. But I, I told him, every time you look down the barrel of that shotgun, I just want you to think of me. That's not good. That is not good Every time he goes to squeeze the trigger it, and it doesn't hear the bang, it just says, Bill George speaking. No. <laughs> Bill George, uh, don't be you know, vindictive like that, man. That's like saying something to somebody's ex, go, your ex-wife. Going back to those clay shoots, and and Carlos keeps talking about it. Braden, forty-five out of fifty. Okay, yeah, what about it? And he didn't even try. He was standing around. He'd say, "Pull." He'd be sitting there talking to the dang yeah. guy, and then all of a sudden he'd swing around and go boom, boom and shoot him. It's because he had no pressure. I wasn't and, and, there. And yeah, he's no like, man, if yeah. that guy would just apply himself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scary. I don't know if I could ever do Brain's that. like, really? I have to hear this today? <laughs> I don't know if I could ever do that. It's too it's too, It's too. too much fun to go oh, mess, no. mess you, with the Boy Scouts and stuff that were out there pulling traps. You so was, freaked every one of them out. Well, it was yeah, fun. That, well it's not like, hard to do when you're Braden Gunn. <laughs> uh, I just went out there and had fun and didn't worry about it. You know, it was no which, big deal. So. Which was what it was about. It's yeah, exactly. That. And most of those ones that we go to is like that anyway. Uh, you know, Carlos, you know, he gets a little serious when it comes to stuff like that. You know, it's like Dove feels of, the same way. Because of Bill George. He's uh, got, until he's got the last himself. shot when he went gangster style. <laughs> <on the bird laughs> sideways. <laughs> he missed the bird and dang, he was going to keep trying till it hit the ground. Yeah, thank God the thing didn't hold 10 rounds. He emptied all of them at it. <laughs> But anyway, I, I talked to him. I asked him that. I said, "Are you bringing down your Beretta?" And he's like, "No, I'm gonna. They, you know, you got. I got guns. JC provide the guns. Yeah, they'll rent them down there for whatever a day. So he's gonna just melt their barrels down there. But um, I did see some of the pictures that Tony had been putting up for the past week, and uh, man, they're cleaning up down there. It's it's amazing 
to see the amount of uh, doves and ducks that fly over that region. It's just incredible. It really is. Well, you know, it's something that we don't get to see down here like that. I've seen doves fly like that in Texas. You can see it, but you just can't shoot them. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know, I've seen them like that in Texas. And I've seen, you know, flocks of ducks and geese, you know, in California no. and in Texas and Missouri. But you don't you don't see that down here. No, why? Let's why, pelicans. Why is there that many? Um, I guess the swampland and uh, what they got to eat. And, of course, they're nesting down there, too. So they migrate back and forth. Okay. I mean, well, it seems like they really hit them hard in that country you know or, or down there and here we are with all these rules regulations and everything else and you're trying to get 12 birds <laughs> three or six or you know, 12, 12 birds man. we're trying to get 12 uh, dove one this type of duck two of that type of duck and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can get 12 this of goes those. back to that fishing. Can we shoot him? <laughs> yeah, really. oh, he's unwet. yeah, you could have shot that one, but he's a little mile away now. So. <laughs> let me let me put it on my duck app. Take a picture, and then by the end, it's too late. I, I don't know ducks from whatever, man. Yeah. I really don't. Uh, but anyway, congratulations to Carlos getting to go. He's been saving up for it for a long time. And uh, been making some sacrifices, and when he went to his wife, she went, "Man, go! You've been, you know, you've worked hard for this, so go and get." So he's gonna get out there and have a good time, and I think he's gonna come in next week and uh, sit down with us, tell us all about the adventure while we're out at the uh, deer, uh, deer and turkey expo out at uh, Lakeland. He's gonna be back in on Thursday, I think. So it'll will, be a good time. Will you finally have any of those Primos blinds? Uh yeah, I doubt it. By by there? No, I doubt Here it. Here we are, what? A month out. No, no. He said, if you recall, Chris, uh, what do you want? What do you Rugged want from Cross me? did say they would probably be in town sometime about August. What do, What do you want? <laughs> okay. What What do you want from me? No, I, just, I mean, I can't, you know. You can't get something that's not available. Oh, no. I <laughs> Go know. ahead. Dude, uh, I had a guy the other day that said that to me. He's like, he goes, well, you guys are supposed to get the, y'all were going to have this and going to have that. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I'll just go order it offline. I said, okay, you can wait three months for it online, just like you can wait for three months for me to get it here they, at the shop. The, I mean, the, the rugged cross ground blinds has actually turned into being uh, like the Barracuda nets. <laughs> uh, sorry, none in stock. And as soon as they none get them, they're, they're shipped out. I mean, uh, to vendors and everybody else who's been waiting online. So it's, it's tough. Uh, but, you know, they're supposed to get here pretty soon. That's what I heard. Talked to Bill yesterday about it, and he's like, they're supposed to be on their way. So we'll see. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk to Bill George a little bit about the adventures uh, last weekend after we got off the air. I love this. You know, whenever they write an alligator story, it's always so dramatic. You know, there's always so much drama in there when it comes to these big lizards. And uh, I, Florida wildlife officials say they're breathing a sigh of relief after capturing what they claim is to be the largest gator they've ever dealt with. The gator measuring 13 feet was captured out at the uh, Shamrock Park in Venice, Florida, with Animal Services uh, Supervisor uh, Carl Salenti, Sergeant Tim Bauer, Deputy Ron Lowen, assisting with the sheriff's, uh, the Sarasota Sheriff's Office down there. The team reportedly worked together until Trapper arrived to take the gator away. Now, why wouldn't they call the FWC first instead of the Sheriff's Department? I don't, I don't know, but... Um, uh, this one gentleman here says, as the supervisor who spent 20 years in the sheriff's office, it's the largest, largest gator we've ever responded to. 13 footers. See, there's one, two, three, four, five, six guys. Yeah. 
six guys. Got to have some help to pick him up. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of gator. That's a, that's a lot of gator, and that was know, grown. People people don't you know, even when you hunt an alligator and we're in a boat and we get them up to the side of the boat, that's one thing. But when you're trying to drag that lizard across the ground and he's putting his feet into the bank, it, it takes a lot to bring him up. Obviously more than six guys. Yes. <laughs> but, um, the reports were that two German shepherds were attacked in the same location the gator was captured last week. Uh, in one, the dog died. Uh, the Tribune down there reported on the original story says uh, the dogs ran off while momentarily off the leash. More. One of the dog's handlers said they heard a loud yelp, followed by one of the dogs appearing uh, out of the water. The other dog's body was never found. Okay, first of all, you're in a park. They say keep your dogs on a leash, but you let them does. off. So they wander where into the water. Where's the first? They don't have to happen. wander into the water. They just get close to the edge. Boom, gone. They, they well, but this time of the year when you it's hot, when you let a dog off a leash and he's close to water, where's the first place they're going to go? Get water. a drink, right? Dive in. And this is a big old fat In my belly, the big alligator said. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is that uh, they put it up on Facebook page, and they got over 2,800 reactions and more than 4,000 shares. And if you watch and read some of the reactions, I think the funniest one Jonathan pointed out was, well, I hope they didn't kill the alligator. We got to take a quick break. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead. I'm I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and be spoiler alert. That boy's dead. He's dead, long dead. All yeah. right, it's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. we got tickets to give away. Welcome back, everybody. It is the uh, Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Glenn Kenman, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. And uh, we were just talking a little bit more off the air. Gators in the air, uh, so we're all talking gator uh, hunting, and we're talking about what they're going to do with tags and who got tags. I think Glenn got one extra one, right? Correct. Got one extra. uh, Bill, how many did you end up with? 2,700 I I, I don't know that I can say on the air because my wife may be listening. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than two. So uh, No, I I ended up with uh, six additional tags. No, that's not bad. Six? When did you get the first? My first, well, my first tag... Came in the extra redraw process, so do you I remember, wasn't. Uh, do you remember last week, Jonathan Swindle, when we were in this very room and we were talking about it, and how Mister Bill George is over there on the end in the corner, complaining about how he was going to have to be competing against all these other people, and there you know, wouldn't be any tags these, available. There that wouldn't was, be any other tags available, and Glenn ends up with one. And he gets six. That's the difference between <laughs> <this, laughs> computer savvy. Let's, let's, Hey, weren't we talking about what they were going to do with that alligator? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. We're, we're well, not done running you over. Well, the thing, the thing, we'll go back to what what happened on Tuesday was the FWC decided to open up a little over thirteen hundred additional county alligator tags. That's right, county wide tags. And originally, they said that you could buy up to five extra sets. Turned out they turned that into 10, but never really. They put it out on social media and their website, but didn't send a, an email like they did the other. Right. But the the problem I had with it 
was not that they were doing it because I think that needed to be done was there was people who had no tags who was that going put to in have for to their compete. main draw that yeah and had applied for these tags hey, and you and, know what I'm going to say about that Bill what's that quit your whining because well, uh, it's I, not after, whining it's about what's after, right for after, the, after, everybody after 15 unsuccessfuls. I don't have no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He's back in line, baby. Jeez, man. <laughs> Let's just get cold people, all of a sudden. I there, got mine. There <laughs> are those people who have been unsuccessful and have been playing their game and trying and keep getting nothing, and they shouldn't have to compete with somebody who's getting an extra 10. You know, that, well, why that, did you get an extra five? You should have just stepped back because somebody six. probably didn't have any. Well, I was going to buy none in my name. and, and Oh, so he <laughs> bought them in someone else's. Yes, I was going to do it. Uh, so it's not like Bill George got all of them. Not, Finan- not Bill George. Financially, those tags were $69 if they were, were purchased in George's name and 272 for the first set if I purchased them in my name. So what do you think is a better financial Yeah, thing but to last do? week you were saying the state needed to generate more revenue and they yes. would make more by having and, them with uh, – and 280 so, instead of 69. Okay, I'm just going to lean so, back so and let you I, two have that's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to turn this off. So, so, so what I said to myself is Which if, story? I, if I can get a set of Hillsborough tags in my name, I'm going to do it. Okay? Because A, Medard Park, I think, needs to be hunted. Yes, it does. Okay? It ain't going to happen. And I don't think most people have the cojones to go do it. So You don't either. What? I didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not stepping in on his behalf, but I'll take that bet with you right now. I'll bet a $100 bill says he'll go out there right now. So so I wanted to turn around and not be putting what? other people in the in the hot seat. Okay, Even Knock woke up over there. And, and, and so I wanted to say, if I could do that, $272 is quite reasonable for me to, to, to have that button. Okay. So I was successful there. Now, once I was successful in my name, now the tags are $69 for the additional set. So I might as well get a couple. So Bill's like, not only am I going to go get one alligator out of a dart, I'm going to go get probably six or seven. No, more. no, I can only get two of the tags are for Hillsborough County. The other four are for Polk County. Okay. So, so two tags with two, is it still the two gators per? Yep. No, that's, that's one permit. Two tags for Hillsborough County for myself, and then I think Glenn got a Hillsborough County. Yes, I, I did. You want to go to Menard Park? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I would like to, but I'm not going to because I already know. Poquito um, huevos. <laughs> I already know the answer. Hey, hey this is uh, English. Well, see, my pockets aren't as deep as like Bill, so he could pay the penalty and uh, no. whatever may come of his way. Well, uh, look at look at where I'm going after. Would you be, what penalty would you be looking at if you went listen, to Menard Park? It's it's the test case penalty is what it well it really boils down let's to. Let's put it this way: right now, after the show, we're going to go over to Al Lopez Park, formerly Horizon Park, where a person was just attacked by an alligator. We're at Al Lopez Park. What were they feeding yeah. it marshmallows? No, it was an alligator who got protective of a nest. And so what what happens when you turn around and get next to the alligator nest? You get Ma- run up a tree. Mama well, if you don't real good at running up a tree, mama <laughs> bites you. Yeah. Okay. So well mama's already been when been uh removed, but gonna be going out there and uh looking to take 
the eggs out of the nest. There's a, a permit has been issued to have those eggs removed, and an alligator farmer is going to be coming in and removing removing the eggs. Now from that's the nest. a city uh, city of Tampa Park. Al Lopez Park, right yes. next to the dang stadium. It's right yeah. in downtown. So it's not a county. Yeah, it's right different than Medard Wait a Park. minute. There's alligators by Buck Stadium? Yeah. There's a pond of water. There's, there's, there's alligators. alligators everywhere. And, and this is this is I know thing. that. This is the thing is, you know, you look at these parks and everything else. The, the reason why FWC opened up some of these additional tags is because they're looking to reduce the, some of the alligators in places in which we have conflicts with alligators great thing let the people come get the alligators but they don't you know there's there's all these rules and and stuff on these tags right now where you're not supposed to be in city limits well i know there's talk and work about getting that removed i just don't know if it's there yet i'm i'm well they uh, that's the trap, still in the discussions the right trapper now. already did that job so they the, removed the, the female the alligator. female's been out so you guys are just going out to get the eggs so that uh it reduces the numbers even more significantly in the al lopez park area well th- th- this is the thing that gets me i understand if the female was a nuisance but those eggs aren't a nuisance but they will grow into nuisances. Who cares? For for the next cares? fifteen years, they're going to be cute little baby alligators. Well, you know, you know. I mean, you know, Mister and Mrs. Uh, owner of the German Shepherd would probably uh, not be happy. Oh, with that's good. But they had a 50 responsibility. Years. Fifty years. Yeah, they should have kept their dog on a leash. You know what? They don't. People that move here, they don't know that. They see an alligator that's two foot long, and they think if you go to the county park be, entrance, it's it Godzilla. Says, keep your dog on a leash. Part of your original County driver's ordinance. license application should be, listen, every place you go here could have an alligator. That's what you got to think. <laughs> well, they only learn that after Fluffy gets snatched off the leash, you know, around the apartment lake or whatever it is. Let's so take a quick they don't one. know. Caller yeah. number four, 888-404-1010. Caller number four. <laughs> Caller four. Triple eight four zero four ten ten. We did 10 a while ago for 1010. <laughs> Caller number four, triple eight four zero four ten ten for a pair of tickets. To the Turkey and Deer Expo. That was a segue right Next weekend, there, so get us a call. 888 Caller number four, we are being a wild outdoors. Got to take a quick break. Brought to you by G5 Feed. Brandon Ford, we'll be right back. You got to do something. I know. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Glenn and uh, Jonathan and Bill George. And uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, gator hunting, egg collecting, all that stuff. But I did want to ask you, because it turned into a debate uh, during the uh, break. No. What what do you think happened to that 13-footer that the uh, boys pulled out of the water down there in Sarasota last weekend? Well, first of all, no alligator over four foot is ever relocated. It either is going to be dispatched and sold for processing to you know go to the restaurants or something along that line or it is done what's called a live transfer into an alligator farm and what most likely happens to an alligator of that size is they transfer it into a alligator farm and then they actually allow somebody to come in to harvest that alligator so let's say for ten thousand dollars what yeah there's plenty of people who come pay big, big money to hunt a 13-foot alligator. Yeah. You may even get over ten grand for that thing. Yeah. It's easy to do. I mean, a lot of people... Uh, so so uh, think uh, of this. You know what I will say about you, Bill? I don't think you've ever made a 
you've ever charged anybody anything for all the years I've known you. You are only one of the few guys I know that just loves to go for the fun and the thrill and excitement, and no one ever gets charged nothing. There's there's only been one time I got paid to take somebody alligator hunting, and it was because the hunt was set up with somebody else, and they fell through and asked me to step in and help out. So it wasn't something that I set up. I was I was the rescue call that day. So do you think that I could call the uh could you find out through all your connections and find out where the thirteen footer has been taken to or whatever farm it is and then uh we can call and get a price and see what it is to go and get <laughs> basically all you're doing is just uh picking a chicken out of the yard, basically, right? Is I what's mean, that? For those alligator farms like that, if that 13-footer no, is out no. floating around somewhere, I can go, hey, is Big Jim available? Because I'd like to come down well, and Well, that's uh, a canned hunt, and that, I'm not in favor of Well, it. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's basically but, what you're saying. No, no. there's There are many different types. That's the thing I pictured when he described it. He said it's but, moved off into an alligator farm somewhere, and then he can be hunted later. But there's well, different alligator farms. That's like going in and saying every high fence place is the same. Because there's not. There may be some place that has 50 miles high fenced as opposed to, to one acre, two acres or something like that. But, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like walking in and picking your own lobster kind of thing. If I could call yeah. ahead and go, hey, do you have any five pound lobster in there? Because it's my birthday. Could you put him aside? And uh, so, I mean, I could call wherever this you know, big Jim's located now and go, Hey, that 13 footer you guys just caught. Could you, you fat could, him up a little bit? And I'll be down there next week to put a bullet in his brain. Listen there. The, most people do not like those quote canned hunts, but there are some of those alligators that are, are put into cattle ponds or, or another place. And it's like, you know, Somebody comes in and well, it's not he, the same. He's going to be there. It's just a matter of if, how long till he comes, comes up. up. If you're guiding someone out there, like on Lake Kissimmee, where uh, you're, you're having to really work the whole body of water to find a mature gator that that's, meets that limits of what you're looking for, then that's a that's a really a good hunt. That's working doing your no, that's hunting diligence exactly. But to just say I'm going out here to ranch a and they got a, a watering pond that's got a big gator in it because some either a's been put yeah. in there or he, that's that, almost like hunting over feeder yeah, yeah well, so, well he's well, actually eating somebody keep talking big boy and i'll keep right on killing him i mean i understand i understand there's a there's an industry and there's a call for that but in this case like this you know this guy who, who was the trapper he ends up with it he's a guy out there working part to do whatever it's and, his and he's to do the whatever one, so. and then he's the one who's gonna he'll probably he'll make four or five thousand dollars just to transfer it over and the next guy will make you know out of four or five thousand dollars and got a friend that does the trapping they did that the other day with a big one he called yeah had two he had three phone call by the time he caught the gator he had three phone calls of different people with farms that were like bring him on out bring him out Bring them out. I'll buy them from you or whatever. And, or I guess in the long run, it's who pays the most money for it. I mean, if it's going to be dispatched and what he gets for the hide and the amount of meat that he gets may not equal to correct. somebody who calls in and says, I'd be willing to give you $4,000 for that alligator. And, and let's keep in mind that the nuisance trappers are out there doing a really great service to for the minimal state dollars. Of, for minimal. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and I, I got up at the lot. Last commission meeting, yeah, and said these guys get thirty dollars from the state to 
to go catch an alligator. That's yeah. what they get from the state. So if you're driving a truck, wait, they don't get it, anything extra per foot or anything else no, like that. It's just bucks. a standard thirty dollars. You'd, you'd make more money catching pythons if the budget go. holds out. Okay, which it never does anymore. That's why they the end of the year, tags. they always run out of money. Okay, in their budget to pay for this this stipend and you got these people how long it wasn't long ago that the guy got knocked out putting an alligator in the back of the truck it come and swung its head and bam yeah. well, and that's out cold it, yeah. it, it's like you said that's where i get into it with people that they're talking about oh they, they do this they do that i'm not mad at them for selling them to a farm and people if that if but that's something that they want to do and they want to come do it more power keep, to you keep in mind not every one of these alligators that get transferred to a farm ends up being yeah. a hunted alligator oh yeah a lot of these farms they use they, the reproduction they'll, they'll put the females and some males in 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 the farm and some of these farms are very large very wooded secluded and they may produce alligator eggs and those alligator eggs then are harvested and that that is the money maker for for oh, that yeah. particular farm how do they keep those gators in there I mean, uh, if a you're very t- high fence, hogwar. Yeah, but I mean, how high? Because gators will crawl over an eight foot fence, man, Gay- or go under it, or they'll go it. under. You constantly have to check your fence to make sure somebody's not trying to dig out from underneath of it. And if you can get to the top of the fence and put a ninety degree or forty five degree in, that so that when they facing back, they know yeah. facing yeah. back. So when they go start crawling up, they hit that and roll back Bro, over. Yep. You know. Because they will. They, I mean, people but, don't realize it, man. I mean, they see that fence around. They go, "Oh, there's no but, gator in that pond. There's oh, a fence around yes. it." I think <laughs> it's it, like, it, it may be five or six feet is all the higher you have to have a fence around the alligator farm. Wow! If it's installed correctly, I yeah. guess. I don't no, know. then they have all kinds of rules. You have to have, you know, it's like chain link fence, and your your class has to be the exact same type of wire is the, at least as heavy as the chain link itself i mean it, there's there's a lot of rules and regulations well what's up with him i don't know <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's an inside joke you guys were talking go ahead talk amongst yourself when glenn and i were having a discussion so, uh, well that's oh, at man. least it's out of the wild it's out what it's doing what it's doing and trust me it but, won't be long before there's another one to replace him but what we need to do is we need to work on allowing the the people who are out there looking to harvest alligators quote recreationally to be able to come into a lot of these places and get these alligators before they're actually a nuisance a nuisance well that's what glenn was saying when he said uh well hence more tags because the more tags that are out there and the more that are taken out the less that are moving around and end up in a golf course somewhere or some park where uh german shepherds are running if anything if it were up to me i'd create city only tags and you must go take them from the city that's not a bad idea no, that's, wait a minute. That's within right. the city limits. I mean, then you'd want to pull a Jacksonville tag up there because how big is the city limits for Jacksonville? Don't they extend but I'm it just out there? Like, there will be different numbers of tags for different. I mean, Kennedy City probably areas. wouldn't do that good for you. You know, what you I know mean? where I want to go get my Polk County Gator? No, go enlighten us. There's one that's not far from the RP Funding Center. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, you know and let me tell you. So, in other words, when we break down, big. So when are you we giving down, one away? We're just uh, a. <laughs> you give this one may your- this may be a kayak gator <laughs> <laughs> all right you can have him or stand up paddleboard that seems to be the hot no, 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 thing there's lots of cypress trees there yeah really? we could hang a tree stand could you really 
Oh yeah, we can don't, try out your arrows. Don't don't tease me, okay? Can, I don't need your stuff today. We got to take a quick big, break. Big <laughs> voice of reason speaking. Hang on. Brody by Chief Five Feet now. Doors, Brandon Ford. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back. Big and wild outdoors. Looks like just me and you, Knock. Everybody's right, bailed on us this morning. <laughs> now that's going to be a good show. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Richard. How are you today? Richard. I guess he went to sleep. He was waiting through the whole break and he went to sleep. Try back, Richard. Well, anyway, we do have a pair of tickets to give away for the uh, Field and Streams Turkey and Buck Expo. Give us a call. Caller number what? Knock. Caller number three, four. Caller number four, triple eight four zero four ten ten. Triple eight four zero four ten ten. Pair of tickets to the RP funding Field and Stream Turkey and Buck Expo. This coming weekend, we'll be there. There'll be a lot of great things going on. There's no one over there. So uh be a good, good time to come out and uh, look at some of the good products that are out there. If you're looking for a good feeder to replace something that old that's worn out, uh, check out the one and done. That'll be over at the Arrowhead Archery uh, location. One and done feeders, very good product. Um, I was impressed when I looked at it, Jonathan. It was uh, very well constructed. I think it'll handle up to anything you'd like. And the best part of the whole feature is, is that it sits on the ground. So if you're, uh, if you've ever had a feeder where you always had to lift it up, it's on a crank handle, uh, stuck twenty feet in the air to keep everything off of it and away from it. Trying to dump a fifty pound bag of corn and it can be treacherous and uh, it'll wear you down quick, but with this hair product, uh, it's worth checking out. I don't own one yet, but uh, I think it's uh, probably one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Uh, the way that it's constructed and designed to handle uh, everything that you need, real easy to work. Well, just a hint at you, man. Maybe you can. Uh, you know, my birthday just passed. I'm looking for one. Well, I can show you what one looks like hanging on a tree because my <laughs> camera just sent me a picture from the woods. So, so let me ask you: with the, that's is that one of the uh, cameras that was at the expo last year that yes. you're using what, which one is that that was uh this is the sniper let me see that picture that's actually a really nice picture uh so that's a, the sniper brand or is it uh, sniper yes yeah, sniper's the name of the company and it's at the at&t or can you get it with verizon that whichever one, your service is that one's at&t uh that they've got it through now but i the you buy the service you buy a session from AT&T uh and it's 75 the one we got was 75 bucks for the year and when you program whenever you get those cameras the biggest thing everybody I've talked to like that camera I have two of them up there you've been up there before the cell signal's getting better than what it used to be because you know before we had to like paint dots in the yard for people to for, for Verizon it was terrible I was very uh, surprised at having a Verizon service but with the AT&T network yeah, on that it uh, looks like it's working pretty good. Yeah, well, it's a the cell signal. A picture, the man. cell signal's gotten better, um, and it's it's great. What's cracking me up with it though is like the site that I have it at is there's deer there. I know there's deer there, and I've been getting raccoons. I've been getting crows. I've got one deer picture uh, so far, so I'm probably going to have to readjust the settings on the camera itself. Uh, maybe. Make it a little more sensitive, I guess you could say. 
but you, uh, you uh, want it more sensitive to get a deer than a raccoon? Uh, <laughs> oh, son, I'm just hey, saying. Hey, I'm, I can tell you right now, if you like the invisible deer that he's trying to pick up. I guess. It, in, in my wife's camera, she had to lower the sensitivity the same camera, so yeah. that it'd get the deer yeah. and not the squirrel. Yeah. This, this is the camera. You may just have to uh, I'm move probably have to get your wife to give me a tutorial on it. Yeah. You're just going to have to move the stand. There's no deer there. Oh, there's deer there. I saw blocks down there, too, in your pictures. You got blocks and on the other side of the that theater. That is the analogics and the analogic spin. Nice. Well, the crows seem to like it. So, <laughs> deer hitting it, too. <laughs> Those are deer disguises. <laughs> yes. And now we know where to go during crow season. Just Listen, head up there if, and, you, uh, if all of a sudden you're stuff. seeing no deer up there, maybe maybe there's a panther. Oh, there's a bear at that stand. Oh. There's that's why a, there's, that's a bear. Why there's a one and done there. there there's a bear at that stand and i have a trail camera picture of him walking by that one and done feeder like a kid going to the principal's office so he doesn't <laughs> like that feeder very has much. he tried it out have you, have you seen there, there, he's tried there, to claw there, there were lick marks claw marks all kinds of smudges all over it and everything else and a nice my father he's like dad looked at it, he goes yeah that uh, i don't know he said i think maybe that's raccoons and stuff and we pulled up to that feeder at one feeder he hit two feeders we had on the property when we pulled up to that feeder you could literally see the pad on the side of the barrel because he'd stepped in the mud obviously right before he put his hands on the barrel Mm -hmm. you could see the pad on the side of the barrel where he grabbed it like this he's gonna shake it trying to exactly he (laughs) thought he was gonna pull it off the tree and yeah he no that's well, again, amazing. that's just uh, one of the good products that uh, that are out right now, uh, made in America. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to check those out as well as the uh, couple other things that you're going to bring in there again, Jonathan, this year. I guess uh, maybe you ought to change some of the ingredients in that feeder and you won't have to move your stand. Maybe the, the deer will show up and you won't have to change anything on the camera setting because well, there'll actually be deer there. But apparently you got listen, some of this oh, bio there. or this, this is biologic or whatever it is. They make analogics. Come. Analogic, so they have something that you can add supplements to it. Maybe you got to put some of that powder on it. They actually have a spin, and the funny thing with them, they have a spin formula that you can run out of a spinner feeder. Well, you need to get that because then the deer will come. (laughs) But do you have to? Now I got to ask you this: Do you have to teach the deer to enjoy that? Because I know that when I talk to the the fine folks out of Perina about their uh, deer chow, you got to cut it. Yeah. The problem is, is that you can put it out there, but deer, if they're not used to eating that, they'll look at it and they'll go like, I don't know what that is. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not eating that. So you have to, they had to mix it with uh, corn for a while and then back off on the corn, you know, and then after a while they learn. You just, yeah. You, we've started, uh, I know I've talked to you guys about this and I've kind of kept it under wraps, but I've been feeding it at the ranch. Um, we're feeding it at the woods now the one thing that I like about the product, especially the spin formula, they make two formulas uh, that you can run through a feeder, a spinner feeder. Um, one they make to actually mix with the corn to give corn the your basic minerals and everything that the deer are going to need. Um, the spin formula is just straight up. You can pour it straight into your feeder and it's ready to roll, but it actually has whole corn in it that's treated with their product. So... It's like a sprayed-on coating or something. I don't, I it's corn. It's it's it, well, yeah, it is. It's I mean, and it's dusted. The product that they use uh, is in powder form. 
and they can dust on the corn. They treat the corn with it, with the whole corn and the spin formula. The other formula is called Jack, and they actually pelletize the stuff that's in that. So very cool, man. Well, I know that even if it doesn't, if I'm just thinking, if it gets rinsed off or rained off, it doesn't matter because. Nope. Uh, if it's on the ground, those deer will come and they'll paw at it and eat at it and everything else. It's like, uh, I've never seen anything where, uh, before, like when I was out in Missouri and there's a guy who would always pour, um, a deer attractant on the ground. And yes. I, I mean, it was, it turned into a giant big hole. Yeah. Cause they'll just lick the dirt, eat the dirt, do whatever all the way down to the, to the yep. nub. It's <laughs> well, and they've got and the liquid, they've got liquid attractants too that I'm using. And they work wonderful. Well, it'll be nice once we start to see some deer on your uh, cam thing there. Well, I'm I, I just wondering, maybe they're not at the feeder because your food plots are producing. The hemp, the hemp and everything is uh, looking very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, you didn't put you, any sesame seeds out there? No. Nah, uh, my goal is after the expo, uh, I've got a line on some seed from our good folks at Hancock, which will also be with us at the... Uh, expo they do some good stuff out there especially on their on their dove uh field plots well, i am looking to put a food plot in the backyard here shortly what are you gonna do with it why are you putting a food plot there mama ain't letting you shoot nothing out of there so mama can see the deer yeah, about to say oh, he's keeping God. mama happy that's right. what he's doing listen that's how he got to move out there where he's at this, <laughs> the promise of wildlife <laughs> hey that's your te- there you go there's your test plot right there you know now is that only is that only apply for when she's at the house? Or do, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that you know if something wanders in there while she's at work or you know, and then of course there. she gets that oh, instant, Bill. she gets um, that instant picture on her phone from where Bill's out there That's with a rip. flash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that card can be removed. No, because it's, it's <laughs> it, it, no, it goes directly That's to her a, phone, buddy. Well, then you sneak up behind the tree and then you just put a piece of tape over it and go. Oh, I must have an outage. Braden, that's kind of scary. Like you've uh, yeah, done you that thought, before. <laughs> you thought the truth. I'm just saying. Bill, if you're missing anything, you know it come from go to Braden's house for dinner. That's gonna be kind of hard if you get Mister Mui, you know, Mui Grande standing no, up had, out there in the backyard. You know, Mama's gonna have to sacrifice. There was there was some really nice bucks come out there. There was one that had a really nice four on one side and a squirky little thing on the other, and it's like, well, if he keeps having that happen year after year, he, he will. Might, he might. No, he could have had a temporary injury. Yeah. It'll be there so, forever. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You can always get a good taxidermist, and they can replicate the other I, side. I, and, I uh, tried, <laughs> you know, we have. Or he can use that that twerky side for stirring up that their stew That's to what go I'm with saying. it. Yeah. I I tried the avenue that we had, you know, only five acres, and at one point we had eight deer there at the same time. So it was like you need one you, one per we, acre. We, we, yeah, that's too many, right? Actually, carry it is. capacity of but, the land. But that's I have way. a very intelligent wife. She says there's a lot of other acres around here. <laughs> no, uh, what she says, just add more feed to the feeder. That means <laughs> increase the spin. In, increase the spin and go out there and plant a food plot. There you go, big boy. Yeah. So, she ain't going to be home all the time. I, I, I turned around. I planted a bunch of fruit trees primarily for the deer. How you bad know. would she be at somebody who accidentally, like, maybe even took one off the food plot that maybe wasn't related to you? I don't know. How do you blame somebody? Uh, all for I that? know is when you just go make he, friends he, with his. Hey, his what, hints are as bad as uh, Glenn's are about certain things. I, I do know that when the squirrels kept tripping her camera and she was getting so many pictures of squirrels, she did take the uh, 
you know. She let you uh, make the, some yeah. squirrel and rice. Yeah, <laughs> we had squirrel. <laughs> the bounty was uh, instituted on the squirrels. It's amazing how women can pick and choose like that, isn't it? It's yeah. Uh, you know, well, like I, I like I say, you know, at the at the radio station, it was ah, oh, you guys are dressed. You're gonna go out kill Bambi? No, we're going hog hunting. No, oh, I don't care about this. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I, I don't play. We enjoy seeing the deer. You know. Okay, I'm so. just saying if uh, a neighbor, you know, shot came from a farther away, and you know, one it happened does. to drop, it does. And- run and if you could get him off the property best of luck to you ends up at owl's wild meats you know uh oh, yeah you know, these things happen. you, you want to hunt them mosaics right across the road why you do you go, say you i'm not I, i'm just asking for a friend <laughs> go hunt on mosaic property <laughs> i don't think it works the same on mosaic all right you guys we got to take a quick break top for the, the top hour. of the hour we are the big and wild outdoors we are brought to you by brandon ford Go by and see our boy Brooksy Hall out there today. He's ready to sell you a brand new truck or car or whatever your vehicle of your dreams. And G5 Feeding Outdoors. By the way, all their Zoom products out there on sale. Getting them out of there, blowing them out. So go by and see G5 today as well. We'll be back.